All right, uh, welcome to the uh, Eric J. The Great podcast show. We got a, a special guest on the show today, music artist Brown Bone. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing, gang? All right, doing all right, just uh, taking it day by day. For sure. So for anybody out there that uh, haven't um, heard of her music, we're going to uh, play one of our songs and then we'll get into our whole story. Let's do it. I'm pushing pretty, I stay in my bed. Counting on hundreds, now these bitches mad. Fuck up a check, cause I'm gon' get it back. Pressure up a pipe, but these bitches know that. None of these bitches be spitting like me, they ain't hitting like me, and I let them know that. All of these bitches be watching just so they can cop it down. That shit really sad. I'm pushing pretty, I stay in my bed. Counting on hundreds, now these bitches mad. Fuck up a check, cause I'm gon' get it back. Pressure up a pipe, but these bitches know that. None of these bitches be spitting like me, they ain't hitting like me, and I let them know that. All of these bitches should be watching just so they can cap it down. That shit really sad. I'm really more like a pop All of these bitches be following me. Stalking my page and watching my tweet. Same bitch you get stepped on in the street. You be more into the popping and flip. That I'm trying to get in the savings of check and fuck a brandy brandy talk. Tetris. Go get the money, my motto with nasty. Do the truck, mount it up on the south. Where them niggas keep the double cup. Bad bitches, thicky fuck. Fuck the fire, on the niggas keep the pistols tucked. Be whole no on silent. No lightweight, you bitch on bad. Down that if I know bitch on flat. Don't fuck the tail, I'm on mountain. Gotta be for me, yeah, bitch, keep trying. I get it in. I don't have time for the attitude. You said that nigga be mad at you, but he be eating my ass with a gratitude. He trying to find a little shit in the dark. Nigga on longitude latitude Crit walking all on my ass, nigga heart Start doing better when we was apart I get it, I dig it Nigga not having no motion, he tripping Want me to walk through, then I need a ticket Hand me pension, but the same nigga said Mr. Nigga, can I get my attention? I'm Mrs. You cannot fuck with my pimping Bitch uh. I'm Mrs. You cannot fuck with my pimp. I'm, I'm pushing pretty. I stay in my bed. Count on the hundreds, now these bitches mad. Fuck up a check, cause I'm gon' get it back. Pressure up a pipe, but these bitches know that. None of these bitches be spitting like me. They ain't hitting like me, and I let them know that. All of these bitches be watching just so they can cut it down. That shit really sad. I'm pushing pretty. I stay in my bed. Count on the hundreds, now these bitches mad. Fuck up a check, cause I'm gon' get it back. Pressure up a pipe, but these bitches know that. None of these bitches be spitting like me. They ain't hitting like me and I let them know that all of these bitches be watching just so they can cut it down that shit really sad yeah that's hard I appreciate that yeah I know I, uh, I want to say it's funny but like freaking every time like I hear like a female song and they be talking shit on there like it be making me laugh a little bit <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dang, y'all act like we can't talk no junk, too. <laughs> I like to pop it sometimes. <laughs> all the time, all the time. All right, so uh, first off, uh, tell the people uh, where you're from and uh, how old are you? All right, so I'm 29. I just turned 29 in April, 25th. Tourist season, the biggest tourist you ever met in your life. Um, and I'm from the south side. I'm from Clayco, from Mount Zion Boulevard. You know what I'm saying? Dress apart. Real, real South Side vibes. You feel me? That's in, that's in Georgia? Yeah, that's in Georgia. Okay. Uh, my bad. For all my tourists that didn't, they didn't know. I'm from Georgia. <laughs> not Atlanta. Like I'm already said, Clay Cole is not Atlanta. But I'm from Clay Cole. 
Absolutely. So uh, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear your hometown? Um, Love. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like every time I, I could go anywhere around here, every time I go somewhere, it's like I'm going to see somebody I know. Even if I don't know them, it's like it's just, you know what I'm saying? It's love. Like, it's, it's um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know how you um you go some places and you don't feel like comfortable, right? And like, but anytime like you know like you on the south side, it's just like, dang, okay, you know you might you might hear some some fireworks, they might be gunshots, but one thing about it, Clay County Police don't play. So, <laughs> but yeah, so um I don't know honestly like when I when I do think about where I'm from though I do think about you know like just love you know what I'm saying just me growing up just being around a lot of people that were just driven and you know what I'm saying just encouraged because it's a lot of people that came out of my hood that are you know doing well for themselves you know what I'm saying like I went to school with people who are making like waves and paving ways until you know what I'm saying like the industry the business and I love it because, you know what I'm saying, like, it just go to show that everybody, you know, the same type of mindset we had back then when we were in school talking about what we were going to do, everybody's doing it. So, you know, like, just ambition, you know, people that's driven and, you know, that's it. <laughs> that's what's up. So for anybody that ain't been to Clayton County or that part of Georgia, just kind of describe how I was growing up there as an African-American kid, you know, uh, just some of the circumstances and struggles you had to grow go through just growing up there mm -hmm. um honestly like you know sometimes you just always feel like you you might you know be getting into something that you don't necessarily um that's not good for you, you know what i'm saying like if we you know as kids we used to get into a lot of stuff we didn't have no business getting into you know just being outside you know your mama be like she wants you to be on by the time the street lights come on we still outside when the street lights on. So it's really, it was really like a jungle, you know what I'm saying? But really to stay focused and, you know, um, stay driven, stay out the way. Um, you know, like I feel like, you know, we had a lot of things that helped us. Cause I know sports helped a lot of us growing up. Like sports helped a lot of kids from the South side. I'm telling you, because if it wasn't for cheerleading, like, I don't know what I would, you know what I'm saying? Like cheerleading really, helped me snap out of when I got in school because ninth and 10th grade, I went to a school um, named Jonesboro High School. I transferred over there. I was supposed to be going to Mount Zion, but I transferred because all my friends was going to another school. So I went to the school they was going to, which was around the corner. And I was getting in trouble over there, getting in trouble over there. I got put out, my third strike. My mama like, yeah, look, you keep fine. You keep skipping, da, 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 da. So I was like, all right, I'm just gonna go ahead and go to Mount Zion because it was a school that I was supposed to be going to anyway. So I went to that to um, Mount Zion. And when I got there, I did really, you know what I'm saying? I was really proud of myself because I made up for a lot of things that I messed up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm my mama's only child to graduate and I'm the only girl out of all boys. But I'm her only child to graduate high school. My mom died in 2018. So, you know, I feel like everything happened for a reason. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. Uh, so, sorry to hear about your mom. Uh, did you have a two-parent household, and uh, how many siblings did you have? Uh, my dad was not in the house. Um, I had a stepdad. My little brother's dad was in the house, and he was who raised us. Um, great man, very awesome man. Never treated me any type of way. Like man, buy, help buy my first car. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like 
Yeah, but um, I do have three brothers from my mom, and I have a brother from my dad. So I don't have any biological sisters. I'm the only girl. I'm the big dog out here. I've been stepping on shit. <laughs> but yeah, um, I was kind of like a tomboy growing up. You know what I'm saying? And then I had to really like get into my my girly side. I'm like, okay, like let's stop fighting and try to do something normal. You know what I'm saying? So, but my brothers, they um, you know like really played a big part in you know who I am today and I'm grateful to have all brothers I'm honestly glad I had no sisters like hey that's what's up so yeah. uh you say you did cheerleading as a kid did you do any other activities I did I started doing gymnastics okay I was first and that's how I learned how to tumble and you know do backflips and all that so by the time I got to you know, like middle school, high school, whatever, when I was, you know, really high school and I was trying out for cheerleading and stuff, it was easy for me to make the squad because I'm doing stuff that these girls can't do. I'm flipping like these girls, they could probably do a back handspring, but they they can't do seven. They do a, you know what I'm saying, like a tuck. So, you know, gymnastics really like helped me out a lot too. So that kept me active because as a child, like I said, I'm the only girl. So I used to be in the apartments we stayed in, you know, like, you know, on the projects, they got the little, um, they used to have the clothing lines outside, you hang your clothes up. I'm, hey, 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 people, hey, people don't know about them projects no yeah. more. Them projects barely. I think they got some where I'm from in Birmingham, Alabama, like like a like a, a very few left. Ain't too many of them around. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not too many left at all. But I used to be climbing on the poles and stuff. So my yeah. uncles used to always be like, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna get her in the gymnastics. My mama like, all right, well, you put her in gymnastics, you paying for it. My uncle paid for it. I was at gymnastics practice every week. Like, he made sure I was there. So, that was another thing that helped keep me out of trouble and keep me away from the BS because, boy, yeah. yeah so you said what? I said the BS comes, but, you know, you just got to stay active and stay, stay focused. And it's hard to stay focused where we grew up at, but you really you really want to make it out hard enough shit you you'll do what you got to do absolutely so uh as far as your close circle or family uh members did you have anybody uh involved in the music business or was you uh the first person to go down that route mm, yeah no my big brother my oldest brother he used to make music and i really took that from him because like growing up we shared a room like when we used to stay um in apartments I was telling you I used to be climbing on the pole <laughs> we used to share a room so um like you know he used to be making music and rapping and stuff and like I said only girls so really just listen I grew up listening to like everything my brothers listen to like I grew up listening to Wayne I'm listening to Pop I'm listening to Tip I'm listening to Bone Thugs and Harmony like I'm listening to all of that so my brother started rapping I'm like okay you know what I'm saying so I got older probably like 12 you know what I'm saying 13 my brother he um got locked up you know what I'm saying so when he used to be in in and out of jail sometimes I gotta be writing him I'm sending him my raps and he writing me back like that's fine you know what I'm saying so you know that helped me out a lot too and then to just see him and my little brother he um make music you know well sometimes he don't really call himself a rapper but he fire tell so you know what I'm saying there's a lot of people around me that really did the music and then you know back in the day my brothers they always you know we beat on the table beat on the chest, freestyling, like, that's how I grew up. So, yeah, it was it was coming either way. <laughs> that's what's up. So, I know you said um, you grew up listening to Wayne, Pop, Bone mm -hmm. Thugs. Was it anybody else you grew up listening to, some of your uh, favorite artists? 
Um, dude, I used to, I, I like, as far as females, I used to love me some Missy, um, Missy Elliott. I loved her videos too, because her videos was always fire. Nobody messing with Missy Elliott with her visuals, because she gonna step every time. Um, hers was dope. I loved her. Um, I grew up listening to as I got. Let me, I'm, I'm gonna come up a little, probably like middle school, high school. I used to listen to freaking Future all the time. If you knew what it took, I remember on the bus in high school every day. I'm listening to this song. If you knew what it took, like so, you know what I'm saying? It's just I listen to a lot of music. It's not necessarily just rappers. Like I'm very diverse when it comes to the music. So. I can listen to rap. I listen to pop. I listen to country. You'll be like, dang, girl, your playlist is all over the place. But that's just who I am. So, you know, it's a lot of people. But as far as rapping, it was mainly the ones that I named. Lil Wayne, Bone Thugs, um, Tip, um, Pop. Um, I used to listen to Biggie a little bit, but I ain't really I, I ain't really listen to Biggie a lot. I think it was just like not to say, you know, like I wasn't interested, but I think it was just more like a North and a South type of thing. So it's like anything Southern. Like I'm, I'm with it. Like up north music, up north music slide. But like when I get in my car, you gonna hear. Some- <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I can feel that. So, uh, Brown Bone, where did that name come from? Is that part of your real name or? Nah. Uh, Brown Bone came from um growing up. You know how you hear Red Bone, Yellow Bone. I used to hear it all the time in the songs, and you know, growing up, they used to try to make. Like, you know, girls that look like me feel like, you know, we wasn't good enough or, you know, think less of ourselves or whatever. So, you know, I started calling myself brown bone because I'm like, I always feel like I've been that girl. For one, scam, brown, two, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, I wanted to, you know, really just, like, stamp something so girls my color that look like me, especially little girls, can learn to love themselves. You know what I'm saying? Because in the music, you always hearing this and that about somebody that don't look like us. You know what I'm saying? So this is for women who look like me because yeah, I'm brown bone, but it could be a little girl in Oklahoma or a little girl in New York, a little girl in Cali that look like me. She a brown bone too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Start to learn to love themselves. So that's really another thing too. Another reason why I call myself brown bone. Cause you know, I do it. I, I love the kids. Like, so that's, that's a, that's another, another movement that is going to be put together for the kids so that you can learn to love yourself. Cause I had to learn to love mine, so yeah. Absolutely. So take me back to the time when you went to a uh, recording studio for the first time. You know, uh, was it uh, easy to catch on, or was it hard at first? You know, for you to. It's first recording or first time just going. Uh, both. You know, just you know, first time just experiencing it. Um. My first time going to the studio, it had to be my big bro, Big A Studio. Now, Big A, everybody knows you from the South Side. If you ain't been through Big A Studio, if you ain't recorded in Big A Studio, you're not really South Side for it. It's how I feel. So that was the first um, studio that I went to. And when I went, like, I was legit, but I wasn't, like, I wasn't young. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I was, I remember being a teenager, and I remember walking in there, and I'm like, it's motherfuckers in there who like having motion, like walking in there, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, you know what I'm saying? Like dirt gang and they're like, you know what I'm saying? Like they in there having motion. If you're from the South side, like you know that they was having motion, but you know what I'm saying? Like you in there and they in there recording, like, 
And then you be like, now you like, oh, okay, Walker. Like, yeah, I remember going through the studio and so-and-so was in there. So, you know what I'm saying? That's also like, you know, another push to be like, oh, okay, I know that I can make music. I know I can do this. Now I'm sitting here and I'm in the environment. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like everything that I wanted to be. So when I first started, when I first recorded my first song, um, I was in high school and we did a song for the uh school. It was called Red, White, and Black. <laughs> so everybody loved that song. They played it at all the football games, basketball games, like everybody getting lit. I'm talking about we got pep rally. We performed at the pep rally. I'm the only girl on the song. I'm always the only girl because I kick it with the guys. Like, that's just me. So, like, the song was so fire. And when we recorded it and we played it back, everybody was rocking with it. And I performed it at the pep rally. I'm like, this is lit. Like. I'm in 12th grade. <laughs> I'm like, this is hard. Like, I rock with it. So, you know what I'm saying? That feeling of just being up there and people just loving, you know what I'm saying? Like, they loving your bars, hear what you got to say, they reciting them. Like, that's just a good enough feeling to make me be like, I want to feel this forever. And then I can make music. It's easy for me to do it. So that's when I knew, like, okay, this is what I want to do. Okay. So as far as your process, are you more of a writer, freestyler, mixture of both? How does that go? Um, if I freestyle, 10 times out of 10, I'm probably drunk. <laughs> like, it's on some cool, some funny stuff. Um, but like, if I'm, you know, like when I go to the booth, if I'm trying to do something and it's organic, okay, cool, I'm gonna do it like that. But as far as if I can write versus if I can freestyle, I prefer to write it because after a couple of blunts, this shit gonna be fine. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. But, uh, yeah, because I always go back and I be like, dang, okay, I said this. Nah, let me switch that. So it's like sometimes I be thinking about something that I could have said that it'd be better afterwards. So I might go back and switch it. So, like, if I freestyle it, yeah, my freestyle, yeah, it'll be, it, it's going to be fine. But, like, if I write it, it's over with. <laughs> so this is how I do. Yeah, I feel that. So you're currently independent right now, right? I am, yeah. And uh, would you sign to a major if it made sense, or would you stay independent? If it made sense, it got to make sense. I have two kids. It got to make sense. <laughs> like, if it don't make sense, I'm not doing it. So, um, yeah, right now I like having the, the freedom and the creative control, and you know what I'm saying, all of that, because I know I hear a lot of stuff about when you sign with a label, how they want you to do this and do that, and you know what I'm saying, try to, you know, like, they don't let you really just be as creative as you want. So, you know... I feel like if it made sense and if, you know, they were really, like, giving me creative control or, you know what I'm saying, at least giving me a little bit, you know, I'd be cool with that. But just something that, you know, like, if it's giving 360, I'm not, I'm, it's, I'm not going. Absolutely. So as far as your uh, recording process now, how often are you going to the studio every week? Um... Sure. Honestly, I try to, I ain't, I'm not going to say every week, but I say like a, every month, I'm probably, I'm trying to be in the studio at least three to four times a month right now, because I do still work. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I do have a job because I have to support my dream as well. So, you know what I'm saying? Like I do still work, but you know, I'm, I'm in the studio and when I'm in the studio, I'm in there for a couple of hours. Like I'm not trying to go be in there for an hour boom boom but I can because like when I lay when I go lay stuff down it's like I can do it like that and everybody be like dang you done like we still got time like what else we gonna do like <laughs> but yeah 
Yeah, yeah. I hear a lot of uh, artists uh, that I interviewed in the past, you know, they say, like, you know, when they go on recording sessions, some people come in, you know, they don't have their stuff together. And then, you know, they'd be like, you know, studio time expensive. So they yeah. say, you know, they want to have all the practice and stuff done at home. So as soon as they get in there, they can just go straight in and do what they got to do. So they got to be wasting no money, you know. It's me. <laughs> this, you know the dad on everybody hate Chris where he'd be like you got the lights on you ain't using that light turn out that's <laughs> like in the studio okay yeah if I'm gonna be in here I'm gonna come here I'm already gonna be prepared because I don't want to waste no time because I feel like you know what I'm saying what if I go in here and I lay this down you know what I'm saying if, if I if I got an hour I go in here I lay this down in 30 minutes I can sit down 30 minutes you know what I'm saying chill he can go ahead and start mixing whatever he gonna do and then we up out of there but if i go in there and i'm not prepared i'm dragging then i'm wasting time trying to figure out what else i'm finna say then i'm wasting time figuring out how i want it to sound you know what i'm saying like then by the time i finish recording the song I'm, I'm trying to rush, you know what I'm saying? Or or luckily, you know, if these dudes don't have a home studio or these girls don't have a home studio, then, you know, the engineer trying to rush you out because he got another session coming and he don't know you like that. So yeah. now your song, so go prepare. Like, you know, that's just how I think. Yeah. Because I don't like nobody rushing me. I get an attitude. <laughs> <laughs> like, chill. Like... So take me back to that time when people was able to hear your music for the first time publicly. You know, how was that? How was the city embracing you around that time? Um, mm, I say my SoundCloud. I like SoundCloud days. Um, I was getting a lot of love. And honestly, it was from people who weren't in my city, too. So, you know, a lot of the support come from people like you that don't live around you, that, you know, is not a part of your everyday, like, culture or whatever like that because they're fascinated. So I had a lot of people on SoundCloud, you know, rocking with me and in the comments, and even on, you know, like, my YouTube and stuff, you know, my videos, just seeing the comments and, you know, what they think about it. That just really, like, it's enough to make me just, like, cheese. Like, I be sitting staring at my phone with cheese and like, ah, oh, they like it, like, you know what I'm saying? Because I really take my time on my stuff, so... Yeah, they they kind of, you know, people people embrace it. Um, I ain't going to lie and say everybody embraces it because there's a lot of people who hate on it, too. A lot of people hate the motion that I have. They hate that I did it by myself. They hate that, you know, like, they're not a part or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it get weird, like, you know, around those times. But other than that, you know what I'm saying? Like, minus the bullshit, everything else is great. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, have you done any shows yet? Yeah, I did a couple of shows. Um, as far as recently, nah, I ain't really uh, do no shows last year. And this year, I just been more so working on, like, just how I'm about to brand myself and coming out and, you know what I'm saying, doing all of that. So um, I, I think the last time I did a show was, like, no cap, I'd probably say 2021. Okay. Probably, like, 2021. I think that was the last time I did a show because 2020 was a bit, a bit rough, hectic. You know, I'm very, I'm very open. I'm very realistic with my, my struggles and my journey. But yeah, 2020 was a little off. So I had to take some time to heal, get myself together, figure out what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? Take time to appreciate my blessings before I get them, you know? So I had a, a lot of self-work that I had to do. So, um, 
Yeah, that was last year. But this year, I'm on a neck. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's how I got to be. You know, uh, describe the music scene in your city right now. Like, uh, is, do a lot of artists collab with each other or do everybody mind their business? Like, what's the current state of the music scene there? I mean, you know, everybody in Atlanta know everybody. Um, but as far as like collabs, like female wise, I don't feel like I don't feel like I see a lot of female from Atlanta collabing with each other. Like I don't, to be honest. Like I don't I see females from Atlanta collabing with other females from other cities, but as far as females in a city, I don't see a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, female wise. But as far as the guys, they collab all the time. So, you know. But um, yeah, I don't really see too much of that, and I feel like it should be more. You know, as far as you know, females go because I feel like it's a lot of female artists out here who are actually dope. Now, there's some out here who ain't talking about nothing or who talking about the same thing. But it's a lot of females out here who actually are dope and have, you know, what I'm saying some good stuff to talk about. So I feel like you know, if people can start to embrace each other, that'd be cool. But you know, sometimes I feel like females get kind of like catty or competitive or whatever with it because they feel like it's not enough room for everybody because you know what I'm saying you got this female then you got this female but I'm like okay we got future little baby you know what I'm saying then we got uh money move then we got um Drez Deshaun then we got you know what I'm saying so it's a lot of different guys here with different sounds and even if they rapping about the same thing it don't matter but I feel like as far as females they be trying to put us against each other. So that's why I feel like a lot of females don't work with each other. Yeah, that sucks. Cause you know, uh um, I always say if you work together, you know, you'll accomplish more. You know, even if everybody got their own individual goals that they want to accomplish. But if y'all all in the same type of business, I mean, it only makes sense, you know, especially, exactly. especially if Y'all ain't made it to the the big big level yet, you know. Yeah, I think that's very important. So I mean, I'm always you know like good vibes, positive vibes. When people reach out to me or when people you know like support me or whatever, like you know I support, I show love too. You know what I'm saying? But like my thing is though with these females, I just be wanting to make sure it's genuine. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes it don't be. Some of these females act like they want to be your friend. They're going to run off with your whole swag. And it's it sucks, but it happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, So, you know, you just got to be mindful. That's why I'm kind of like, sometimes I be real hesitant on, you know, like just linking with somebody or whatever, because half the time these folks be done. Watch, the, watch your page, watch your Instagram, watch your motion. And they be low-key wanting to, you know what I'm saying? Like, they be wanting to be you or mm -hmm. be to do something something new you know what i'm saying so they they try to steal your your style or whatever and i mean hey the real always prevails so don't give up somebody out here stealing your swag stealing your shit don't give up because the real always prevails at the end of the day we always prevail Absolutely. and it's, that's what i'm saying <laughs> so uh as far as artists uh do, do you believe music artists are targeted? If so, why? You mean like targeted by police or targeted by whom? Uh, just targeted as far as like, you know, police, legal situations, 
Oh um, yeah. Like that. <laughs> I think so. I think so with um, you know, rap and hip hop because like I do um I research, you know, um a lot of stuff as far as, you know, things that happened in the industry back in the day. And I seen something about um how they basically were saying that they wanted all the rap music and hip hop music. Now I might I might not be saying this correctly, so you know, don't beat my head in y'all, but um they were saying that the music, like they were they basically wanted the rap and the hip hop to be like, you know, negative. They want them to talk about guns, drugs, and all of that, you know what I'm saying? Because like it was something about the music industry had um they had like ties with the jails and the prisons. So they wanted to keep the prison and stuff full. So we keep the music negative and we keep them talking about, you know what I'm saying, killing each other, keep them not liking each other or whatever, whatever. Then, you know what I'm saying, we keep the jails full. So we keep, we win all the way around. So it's like the white man wins all the way around. You know what I'm saying? So that's why they try to keep our music negative. So I do feel like we, you know what I'm saying, are targeted as artists because now they're using our words against us. They're using our lyrics against us. And it's, it's lyrics, you know what I'm saying? Like some of the times people be people rap about shit that they ain't talking about or living or got all the time. But now they taking you to jail behind it. So it's like, yeah, we definitely are targeted and especially the black ones. Sucks for us, but it shit is what it is. Absolutely. So uh, what's some artists that you work with so far that some people might know and uh, who you want to work with in the future? Um, honestly, as far as artists that I work with, I've only really been collabing like in the past with people that I know, like from my hood that have their own motion. And you know what I'm saying? Um, really, really serious about it because a lot of people reach out for features, but half the time they not, they're not serious artists. So I feel like if you're not serious, you don't have your paperwork in order. I'm I'm just, you know, not I'm gonna be more prone to say no, put it like that. But um or not respond. But as far as artists I work with, um, one of my personal favorites, um, Stack Life Trigger. He's from the South Side. Um, well, South Side by way of the West Side. <laughs> Let him tell it because he's gonna tell you from the West Side too. But um, yeah, so I do have some projects coming up with some people that people know already and they, you know, got their own motion. But, you know, for now, I can't say too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't I can't speak on it because the songs, they haven't dropped yet. So, yeah, but we got some stuff in the works. But um, right now, yeah, I haven't, I ain't really been doing a lot of features, you know, with other people like that. They reach out to me and they for real and it's hard. I'm going to do it. Got to pay me, but I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? But if it ain't hard, mm -mm. a lot of people be wanting features too and their songs don't be talking about nothing. So that's something that I can't personally do. Like, I feel like if you ain't, if I don't like the song, I don't want to do the feature. And some people just do it because they want the money. But if I don't like the song, I can't do the feature. Yeah, I was just going to ask you that just because, you know, uh, on the come up, you know, you dishing out a lot mm -hmm. uh, as far as money. So, mm -hmm. I will have to say, how do you decipher that? You know, just because, you know, I look at like, I don't, I don't hear artists like Boosie didn't say, <laughs> Boosie funny as hell. Boosie was like, it was like, hey, uh, Boosie, you do a lot of features or whatever. And then he was like, you know, he just treated it as a hustle. He was like, 
he was like, man, have you ever got a song that was just terrible? And he was, mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, well, we've got plenty of songs that were terrible, but it's going to sound better when I hop on that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm cap. Like, I, done, I did features that I didn't like in the past, but like the songs ain't see the light of day because they wasn't my song. So I'm guessing the artist knew that the feature wasn't talk like the song wasn't talking about nothing. My feature was hard, but their delivery wasn't you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, then I'm a female. So a lot of the people that want features are dudes. So when I get on the song and I'm walking all over them, they like, nah, I ain't <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to take off like a rocket, like every time. So, you know, they, they, they hear that and they be like, yeah, uh-uh. so them features that I done did, that was, that was trash. They never seen the light of day. So now I just be like, uh-uh, if I don't like the song, I'm sure because when I get on it, they probably not gonna wanna put it out no way. Cool me. Absolutely. So uh for all your uh fans out there, uh what's some things you like doing in your spare time when you're not doing music? Um, I like to read. I love poetry. Um, I go to the gym. I was on the way to the gym, when you had hit me, I was like, oh, got to make this quick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, there I do like uh, nature walks and stuff like that because I'm an earth sign. So, um, you know, just anything that's relaxing. Honestly, I like laying in my bed watching Netflix, being by myself. I like alone time. You know, like I'm a, a introvert. Like I, I'm a introvert. I'm an extroverted introvert, put it like that. Because I can be a people person. But when my social battery dies, it's a wrap so you know but um yeah I just kind of I like to have a good time I like good vibes anything that's relaxing I'm with it so yeah and I like going out of town shopping and spending money <laughs> Absolutely. yeah uh you had to check my book out since you like to read it I just dropped a book Friday it's number one on Amazon right now okay, uh, it's, okay. Called, it's called from stuck to uh limitless Okay. It's on my it's on my Instagram, but it's uh all it's about is me and nine other authors. We all wrote about our own mental health experience that we overcame and how we got through it. Okay. The first chapter, my chapter called uh, Operation Enduring Freedom. And I basically wrote about when I was in the military and I went through a real bad depression when I one of my friends got killed uh right beside me in Afghanistan. And then um I wrote how I got over there by going to see a therapist and things like that. Yeah. Okay. I definitely check it out. I'm excited now. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it's $3.99 if you do the digital copy, but if you want the paperback, it's 15. Okay. I like I like paperback books. I'm sorry. I like to keep it. <laughs> Well, yeah, everybody that's in the book I interviewed, all of them number one selling authors. Okay, that's dope. Okay. It's only it's eight females and two guys in the book. And it's only two people in the book that was in the military. So me and this other uh, woman. Okay. So yeah, I wait, I'm definitely gonna check it out. Make sure you send it to my the name of your book to my DM too, so I can tap in with that. Uh. Absolutely. So uh, what's your shorter long-term goals? Uh, uh, what you want to accomplish? My short-term goals, um, honestly, just, you know, getting more, um, more, you know, like motion and, um, 
you know, more influence and stuff like that in like my city because, you know, like I said, last year it was kind of rough. So this year I'm, you know, I'm coming back, you know, and I'm doing what I gotta do. So um I'm I'm definitely um working on just, you know, just getting getting back outside, just, you know, being more consistent. So that's my short term goal, you know what I'm saying? Like just because that's something that I really had to work on is just consistency and not letting life, you know what I'm saying, just get in the way of what I want for myself. So I've been doing very good on it. Um my long term goals is to basically accomplish everything that I really want to accomplish. Like, you know, as far as you know, um just music wise, you know, career wise and um just, you know, just doing what I got to do, just get closer to God and just be a better mom. Like, it ain't even really all about the music. It's about me, because if it ain't on me, I can't make no music. So, you know, I just want to continue to just work on myself so that I can, you know, continue to be the best me. Because if I'm the best me and if I'm in the best shape that I can be, you know, mentally, um, spiritually and physically, then I'm able to get out here and I'm able to come up with whatever I need to say in these songs and I'm able to put it out there to them. So, you know, I just want to continue to grow, you know. So it's real simple with me. I ain't out here like, yeah, I wanna, I want a Lambo, I wanna da 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 da. Nah, I wanna be well, I wanna be grounded, like you know what I'm saying? So that's yeah, that's me. I go. That's what's up. So for the rest of uh 2023, beginning 2024, what you got coming as far as albums, collabs, features, anything like that? Oh, you see this? <laughs> I'm running to the bank. <laughs> so I'm dropping um a song. I do got a song called All the Time that I am gonna be dropping um real soon, uh probably like within the next month. You know, um, I was gonna drop it in June, but I got something else that I'm gonna do in June. Um, it's a cover or whatever like that, but it's just something I gotta, I gotta hop on. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna drop a visual for that. Then I'm gonna drop all the time. And after I drop all the time, um, I'm going to drop my project. So it's gonna be dope. I'm ready. Um, I think everybody's gonna like it. It got some different vibes on there, some different feels. You know, so um, I haven't really decided exactly when i'm gonna drop it yet but um yeah it's 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 already done so <laughs> i just gotta put it put a date you know what i'm saying on it and we good but um yeah all the time i was gonna drop another single before i dropped my project but i don't know i kind of feel like i should just drop this one single and then just go ahead and just get y'all the whole thing because like the way that i'm loading up on music and these producers sending me beats, I'll be done dropped another project too, probably at the top of the year before the end of the year. So we just we just racking up on the music now. So as far as the project, um, what's the time frame from that? Is it like fall, winter time? And yeah, it's definitely giving like fall, fall beginning of winter. It's definitely this, yeah, fall beginning of winter for sure. Um, because I do have this one one song on there in particular. I know that I feel like um, I feel like it's, it should be like I should shoot my video around that time. So around the time when I get ready to shoot that video, that's gonna be the time that I'm probably getting ready to drop. So I mean, it might it might be like you know August September. It just depends. You know what I'm saying? I talk with my team and stuff like that, and we put stuff together and just see how you know the momentum is and all of that. Then I'll drop because like I said, it's already done. So. 
Uh, how many how many songs on a project and uh, do you got any features no features on the project and i do have seven songs okay mm -hmm. and i mean i've been i've honestly been thinking about do i want to add three more make it 10 or how i want to do it but i'm like nah i might just you know what i'm saying just probably just keep it where it's at and just go ahead and drop something else before the before the year end, if you know what I'm saying. So I don't have to add three more songs. I can just get y'all a whole other project. So, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, how how do you want people to perceive you? Um, I want people to perceive me as being real, being authentic. Um, you know, being a a, a survivor. <laughs> like only the strong survive. I've been through a lot. Um, you know what I'm saying. I just want them to. Just perceive me for being, you know, just being me, being original, just being loving, charismatic, and optimistic. Like, I'm never going to stop going, like, ever. Like, don't matter how many times some try to knock me down, I'm coming back 10 times harder. So, yeah. Yeah, I can dig that. So, give me a, give me your uh, Mount Rushmore. Uh, give me your top five just most influential people to your life that could be famous people, family members, mm -hmm. as people, whatever, could be whatever. Um, I would say for one, my mama, she up there, she number one. Um, I would say, goodness gracious, influential people. Yeah, my mom, I would say my, I had a mentor when I was a teenager, Miss Gabrielle. I got to put her up there too, because if it weren't for her, ooh, we, ooh, we, I'd probably be a mess. Like, I'd probably be right here still smacking people out. Like, no, we ain't doing that. We we growing and we acting our age. So, you know, she helped a lot with, you know, me becoming who I was. Um, You said the top five. So I said, my mom, Miss Gabrielle, I would say um, my grandmama for sure. My grandmama for the show. That was a strong lady. And she made she she taught she taught me how to handle how to handle business. She taught my mama how to handle business. My mama taught me. So um yeah, I would say them three. And then I'm gonna put up there, you know who I like? I'm sorry. People might think this is crazy, but you know, I love La Russell. You know La Russell? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's I, a, he's a very uh smart dude. I love La Russell, and I'm talking about his whole story, like his whole plan on how he do things with content, with just encouraging people, and it's amazing. I could go on and on about that, but I love La Russell, so I'm gonna put him up there too. Um, and I'm definitely gonna put because I need one more. I don't know. I'm put God up there, man. God, God really be number. He really need to be number one, cause he done pulled me through a lot of a lot of situations where I, I couldn't. I probably wouldn't be sitting here right now talking to you, but you know what I'm saying. He the biggest, so I'm put him up there. Absolutely. So closing remarks. Uh, anything else uh, you want to say to the people and uh, let people know how they can keep up with you on social media, YouTube channel, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um. First of all, thank you for having me. Um, I appreciate it. Uh, very, very good questions. I didn't expect none of these to really come. Um, so y'all can follow me. I'm sorry, y'all. My Instagram page, just 
got deleted a week ago because people be hating. They be hating so bad. So all my social media handles other than Instagram are um it's I am brown bone. But my Instagram now is it's brown bone because somebody got my page deleted. So y'all just follow it's brown bone for now. I'm trying to work on getting my other page back. If I don't get it back, oh well, just make sure y'all follow it's brown bone and we going up. But everything else, I am brown bone. Twitter, YouTube, um, Facebook, all that good stuff. And my website, iambrownbone.com too. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like uh beginning a couple females here lately because I've been running to more guys than females, but I like uh the females that be talking, talking their stuff on the songs be be a little hype. I be like I was telling a female I interviewed yesterday, I was telling her, uh when I be listening to how y'all talk stuff on a song. I be visualizing it in the guy version of saying it. Yeah. <laughs> what y'all actually saying towards females, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we got to pop it too. Like I said, I'm going to pop it all day, every day because I'm the only girl out of all boys. So everything that I learned came from came from some, some, some OGs who've been outside for a minute. So, yeah. <laughs> I watched them and I just apply everything in my in my life to my music. So yeah. Well yeah, uh, I appreciate you coming on the show. And uh anytime you want to come on, uh, you reach out and get on. Just had uh the Reds on the show yesterday. Uh got a couple more big uh episodes coming up in the future with uh um be on the lookout for uh free Ray Ricky Ross interview to drop. Uh, okay. Young and MH, his interview drops next Monday. He's one oh. of his artists in New York right now. Like he's he's hard. Okay. Uh, everybody go check out Trill C. That episode just dropped two days ago. Uh, yeah, he's uh got in industry placements with NBA Young Boy, Quando Rondo, and a lot of big artists. He'll produce some of the biggest artists in the game. So uh that was a dope interview. We got uh NPR Richie Rich episode dropping and uh just got a lot of uh dope content coming up in the next couple months. Appreciate everybody supporting the show. We had uh four thousand subscribers. Uh we uh top thirty percent on Spotify, top five percent most shared, uh top thirty percent most followed. So I appreciate everybody supporting the show. Uh, hopefully I can get, I've been getting some big guests, but hopefully I can get that, 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 that A, A, A list. Like, that's going, that's going to make it go crazy, crazy. So I'm just uh, being patient, you know, it's going, it's going to happen. So. But, oh yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, this concludes another episode of Eric J show. Uh, everybody go, uh, Mess with uh Brown Bone, go scream all her music on Apple Music, subscribe to her uh YouTube channel, and uh go follow her new Instagram, you know, because uh <laughs> it'd be a struggle having to start over, but hey. um, I start over three times, so I already know how that is. <laughs> but it's all good. God finna double it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, y'all, you have a good rest of your day. All right, you too, love.